show. Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 54. My name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. What is up, girls and gays? So, uh, I, I am be- I'm beginning to think that the system that we have had in place thus far on Cartridge Cinema Club for watching TV shows is is starting to collapse a little bit uh because usually what we'll do is we'll watch the first episode of the first season obviously you gotta get that you gotta get that backstory gotta get that world building gotta get that lore gotta know what's going on uh and then you you know we kind of pick like two episodes that sound interesting either like oh this one sounds like it might be racist or like oh we know there's a meme in this one so we definitely want to hit that one um and, uh, and, and unfortunately, that is what we did this week. Um, but I, I, I found this to be an entirely incoherent show. <laughs> like, I have, I have no idea what the goddamn hell was going on in this show <laughs> at all. And, and uh, but the thing is, I'm not entirely convinced that this wouldn't have just been the case regardless. Like, it's possible that this show just doesn't make any goddamn sense. I'm I'm just laughing because of that hilariously accurate, succinct uh, summation of every time we watch a show <laughs> on this podcast. It's episode one, the one that sounds racist, and the one that has a meme in it. Yeah. It's so accurate. Yeah, well, I, we mixed it up this week. This week it was episode one, the episode that sounds sexist, and the one with a meme in it. So we, we got a little, you know, we're advancing the formula. <laughs> what the fuck did we watch this week, Mark? Uh, we watched F, uh, F-Zero GP Legend, uh, which in Japanese was F-Zero Legend of Falcon, which is definitely a more accurate name considering the <laughs> ending. Um, <laughs> it is a TV anime series based on F-Zero um that's that's the that's the game where you race yep. uh it's a reboot of the franchise and it takes place in the year 2021 uh, life forms from all across the galaxy come to compete in the new racing tournament called f-zero it's kind of like all those fighting game uh, <laughs> movies except it's racing this time yeah and also um, the tournament is largely <laughs> irrelevant to the plot <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's important to note the English dub of the show was canceled very shortly after the show started. We actually were only able to watch one episode in the English dub because yeah. I think the English dub only has 12 episodes and there are 51 yeah, actual which, total episodes. Which is crazy. <laughs> that's a that was a that's a short ass run. That's, that's a, fucking embarrassing. Is that's what a, that is. That's a, that's a that's a 2007 Fox sitcom pilot. Yeah, that's a that's a this came out and no one fucking watched it. <laughs> Length of a run for a show like this. Um, yeah. So I am a I am once again here to attempt to explain the plot to you. Um, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's tough because I don't think that this show really has one, <laughs> or at least we were not able to gleam it from the small amount of the show that we watched. Um, and I think the, the most important thing to, to note right up front, Captain Falcon, not the main character in this show. Captain Falcon barely appears in this show, actually. <laughs> yeah. um, and, like, he, like, works at a bar, and he's, like, undercover, and everyone calls him Bert. And I don't know why. I'm sure it's like a whole... 
I'm going to take that back. I, I was going to say, I'm sure it's explained at some point, but I'm going to replace that with, God, I hope they explain it at some point, because they certainly did not in any of the episodes we watched, and they certainly didn't seem particularly capable of explaining anything in any of the episodes that we watched. Anyway, Rick Wheeler <laughs> is a is, who is a character that was made up entirely for this show. He is not an F-Zero character outside of this show and the video game based on this show for the Game Boy Advance. They needed an average, good-looking twenty-five-year-old man <laughs> yeah. to to be the main character. Yeah. Of course. So he, Rick Wheeler, or he's called Ryu in the Japanese uh, version. Uh, he is a he is a former cop, or maybe a race car driver. It's really not clear which one of them he is supposed to be. Uh, and then he he. He gets into some, there's some kind of accident where he's trying to chase down a bad guy or some bullshit. Again, very unclear. Like, assume that everything that happens in this show is like, you are given the bare minimum amount of information about. Um, but he goes into what they refer to as cold sleep, which is basically just cryostasis. And he's in there for 150 years. And then he wakes up and it's, and it's the future now. And, and that's that's the plot, I guess. Like the the F Zero race is present. Like there there is F Zero racing involved, and most of the main characters are involved in F Zero racing in some capacity. But it's not like what the show is about. And and Black Shadow, who is an F Zero character, who looks like evil Batman with horns, pretty much. Like you look at the, you look at this guy. You look at this guy whose whose name is Black Shadow and is wearing like a cape and like a full body suit and a mask and horns and you're like, "Wow, do you think this guy's going to be the villain?" <laughs> and he he wants to do some bad guy stuff. There's a there's a nuclear reactor core of some kind involved. They go to space at one point. I I don't know. I don't that's the plot. There you go. <laughs> we contractually we had to watch the last episode yeah we did uh, just because it has the meme in it but it does it th this is kind of where we get most of our information about <laughs> black shadow from black shadow is a type of motherfucker you take one look at him and you can already see his like smash brothers move set <laughs> like you just know <laughs> yeah um so we watched three episodes as previously established we watched season one episode one which is called the legend begins and this is one where the, the story is allegedly established uh, but I could not tell you anything about what the fuck the premise or the plot of this show is. Uh, and then we watched season one, episode 21. And this is the one we picked out because it looked really sexist. And then it was worse than I ever could have possibly imagined. It's, <laughs> I was like, I was just looking through the list of episodes and I see that there's one called Battle of the Women. And I was like, oh, fucking boy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and then it turns out that this is the one where two of the main characters dress up and drag for no fucking reason at all for the whole episode. And it's wildly uncomfortable <laughs> um, yeah it's got lots of fun lines like you don't sound like women which yeah it's, we'll get we'll, into it we'll, we'll get to it we'll get to it we'll get to it uh and then we watch season two episode 25 which is the last episode of the show that one's called the legend of captain falcon uh and that's the one where uh you've written here that <laughs> captain falcon punches the bad guy into hell and fucking dies uh, <laughs> which is an accurate description of that episode uh so General thoughts, Mark. How do you feel about F Zero TP Legend? Um. Well, what I wrote here is it's like Futurama, but boring and with cops, <laughs> uh, which is which is accurate. But I really feel like when you're trying to piece together this 
this show. And it's not just that we watched completely disjointed <laughs> random episodes of this show. It really is the show itself. Yeah. You know when you have a dream, right? <laughs> and you wake up and you're maybe four minutes past the dream. Mm-hmm. You could still cling to most of it. Yeah. And uh, you... You know the things that happened in the dream, and you know that in your mind there was continuity. Mm-hmm. So you kind of try to piece them together yourself in your waking mind, and you kind of you need it to have a plot. Like when you're telling this dream to somebody, <laughs> you piece together the pieces in the best way you can to make it somewhat coherent. That that's what this show felt like watching it live. I I did, I know that's very esoteric, and I know this show barely deserves that, but. Like, I keep thinking of things that happened, like, even if just the first episode. Like, the accident that happens to Rick is uh, is he's chasing the bad guy, and uh, a giant a car door crashes into his windshield, like, hits him in the face. He he wakes up from cryo-sleep <laughs> 150 years later. We don't know who put him in cryo-sleep. We don't know why. We don't know how or why the bad guy who he was chasing is also still alive but is an alien now. Um, Just me describing that just sounds like a dream that I would have. You know, like, oh, I was driving down the street and there was a bad guy, and but then I crashed. But then I woke up and it was 150 years later somehow, but the bad guy was still there, but he was a green, uh, purple alien dude now. Like, what the fuck is this show? Yeah, it, it really is like the feeling of like, like, you know, like, when you, when you, there's, like, a thing that you watched when you were, like, four or five years old, mm-hmm. and you can, like, vaguely remember, like, some imagery from it, yeah. and, like, and maybe, like, the, the cadence of a particular line, but all of the rest of the details have been flushed out. This, it feels like that, having watched the show, like, two hours ago. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't even remember enough about it to Google it. To find out what it was, and you're just completely lost, and you know yeah. that you're never gonna find out. Yeah, um, yeah. I w- I think um, one of the biggest things that make this such like a confusing f- clusterfuck um, is that F Zero as a franchise, because it is a video game series about racing, uh, has a lot of goddamn characters in it because they need to fill up the race with a bunch of weird aliens and strange looking creepy men in order to you know (laughs) fill out that roster um and they make an interesting decision here in the f-zero anime uh rather than you know picking like like three or four characters to to focus in on they just put every f-zero character (laughs) in this show and there's just like new characters showing up every five minutes and and it's so hard to keep track of who is who and who has relationships to who and why everyone is working together and who the bad guys are and who the good guys are it is it is it is disorienting and the cg cars look like shit that's my yeah <laughs> they, they do the cg thing again they do the kirby yeah. thing um it looks, it looks not awful. any better here yeah my, my favorite episode to watch of this was watching the um was watching the first episode because the only version of that i could find on youtube was like a VHS rip that was like also a really low quality upload. So it's just like, just like colors kind of moving in front of me. <laughs> yeah. It's it, the, the YouTube didn't have any options other than 240p. Yeah. So that was, <laughs> that, that added to the dreamlike qualities and yeah. uh, it, it, it somehow didn't make it any better watching it in higher definition. No, because it really didn't. The, 
the 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 3D looking CGI ass cars are just like two polygons each. <laughs> they look awful. Yeah, it's it's it, god stuff like that is always so disorienting and so jarring because like things that are rendered in cheap CG do not move the same way that things that are rendered in 2D hand-drawn animation move. And so it is just like this unsettling, uncanny valley quality anytime there is a car race happening, which is pretty often. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's talk about The Battle of the Women, Season 1, Episode 21. Now, we, we, we found the episode. The, the, every show's got one of these episodes, you know? <laughs> It's, um, okay. All right. So there, there is, there is a ladies race and it's called the ladies race. At least that's what they called it in the Japanese sub that I watched. Uh, and only, only the lady F-Zero pilots are allowed to enter it. Uh, and, and the premise of this episode is two things. One, the, the women's race is inherently toxic because women, they, you know, they just can't compete with each other without hating each other and also putting out contract hits on each other. <laughs> unlike Apparently. us, un- unlike the enlightened men <laughs> who are like, you know, the ladies' cup, it sure is a lot of fun, but, you know, those, it can get pretty brutal. Like, there's a scene with Captain Falcon who, again, just owns a bar and doesn't identify as Captain Falcon until later for reasons that are entirely unclear to me. And he's just like, yeah, you know, that women's competition, competition between women, it just gets so brutal. You know, you know, because men are so good about handling their emotions. Men are so good about being competitive one another and not being incredibly immature about it. If there's one thing I know, it's that (laughs) none of our male presidents have committed war crimes. (laughs) God. You know, these women are so emotional, they could never lead a country. Uh, and then the other the other premise of the episode is, haha, men are wearing dresses. Isn't that hilarious? Because, okay, I'm going to attempt to explain this, and, it's, and, and, and during that attempt, I will fail because it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Because mm-hmm. the, set, the setup and what I thought was happening is it's like, okay... Rick Wheeler and his obnoxious, shitty, blonde Australian friend boy are are dre- are dressing up as women because the girl that they want to win the ladies' race, their homie, is getting targeted by an assassin that's going after all of the good female racers so that somebody else can win. And so they're going to dress up like women so that they can go to the ladies' race and be bodyguards for her. Now, I thought... It was pretty obvious that the setup for this would be, okay, they're going to go compete in the ladies' race while pretending to be women, which is gross, and we'll get to how gross it is, because it's much more gross than you could possibly imagine, Uh, but that makes sense, right? You can wrap your fucking brain around it. Instead, they're 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 not competing in the race. They're just there wearing dresses... To be the butt of transphobic jokes. Like, that's the episode. Yep. The entire time. That's it's, it's, okay, look, I don't really think that it is worth spending a lot of time on this because I just don't think that there was any thought put into it. And it is so just, like, incredibly regressive and transphobic. Uh, 
but yeah, man, <laughs> the the entire the entire joke in this throughout this entire episode, every line made it. Every single character is. Isn't it funny that these men are dressed the way that society typically expects women to dress? Isn't that just fucking hysterical? Isn't that gross and fucked up that they do that? How embarrassing for them. What a shameful thing to have to do. Like, that's it. That's, that's all there is to it. Like, you know, like, it doesn't deserve a broader analysis than that. It's just shitty and transphobic and sucks. <laughs> yeah, the, the only broader thing that I'll say about this type of, of, of joke is... I feel like there's room to subvert expectations with this type of joke. Sure. In in a in a cool like, oh, gender's not real type of way. Absolutely. You you know what I mean? Like like there there's room, and of course I'm I'm giving this shitty anime <laughs> from the 2000s way too much credit. But maybe in today times, maybe this happens. I don't know. I can see a world where this scene happens. And like someone like instantly recognizes that it's them and it's like, oh, I didn't know that that you guys were, were women or, or or presented as women sometimes. Okay, sure. And then just like treats them as a woman and respects them. And I I I feel I mean, like that That's like the that's the thing that like Steven Universe does, right? Where it's like they will frequently have moments where like Steven is like wearing makeup or like wearing like a feminine outfit or something, and they just they just don't draw attention to it at all. And he just looks comfortable and happy about it. Um, mm-hmm. But this is fucking F-Zero GP Legends, so that's not going to fucking happen. Yeah, exactly. It's it's nice to hear. It's nice you telling me that that happens in Steven Universe, which yeah. I, I still need to see. Ooh, you need to but... watch Steven Universe. It's so good. <laughs> oh, Mark. Ah, fucking A. I'm going to yeah. watch it. Yeah, but should. Yeah, that, that's kind of all I wanted to say is just that I'm I'm ready for, for this type of shit to 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 not happen because it I, it still happens. Yeah, and like and like to be clear, like stuff like this is like it's it's that it is both transmisogynistic and that it is uh you know portraying the idea of someone who identifies as a masculine person like presenting in a feminine way or wearing traditionally feminine clothing and that just literally just being a joke to people. Um, and that sucks because that sucks in so many different directions. Like stuff like this is harmful to so many different intersections of gender presentation, so many different intersections of transness and of queerness and of like gender nonconformity. And it just, you know, it was uncomfortable for me to sit through this. That's kind of all I really have to say about it. I don't think it deserves much else. It it puts, it puts every one of us in, into boxes more and more. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk about the part where Captain Falcon fucking dies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my my last wish change the world goodbye <laughs> okay so okay so if you were on the internet a lot in the mid 2000s maybe even early 2010s uh you have probably seen the scene from this last episode where captain falcon finally falcon punches someone which is hilarious because that's a thing that started in smash bros and not a thing that has ever been in any f-zero game um, but you know, the, the entire last episode, which I could not understand almost any of, but basically I know that Black Shadow has a big machine that's probably going to kill a bunch of people and Captain Falcon and Rick Wheeler are trying to stop him. And, and the episode ends with 
Captain Falcon and Black Shadow are like having their final showdown driving around this big reactor core. It's a great scene, honestly, if we're being totally honest with ourselves. It's a lot of fun to watch this part of the show. And because Captain Falcon like jumps out of his car and Black Shadow jumps out of his car and his fucking helmet flies off and he says Falcon Punch and he punches him in the face and his face, like Black Shadow's face like explodes and then like the whole thing blows up and Captain Falcon fucking dies. <laughs> He dies at the end of the show, and Rick Wheeler becomes the new Captain Falcon. <laughs> yeah, before he jumps out of his car to punch Black Shadow, he <laughs> says, um, only, only one who has surpassed Captain Falcon can carry on the torch and become Captain Falcon. <laughs> Rick Wheeler, you're the new Captain Falcon. <laughs> And then he fucking, sh and then, and then he says, I'm, he says, I'm taking you to hell. <laughs> he like does. literally he says, well, I'm, you're going to hell and I'm taking you with me to, yeah. to the bad guy, yeah. which is great. And wouldn't have been in the dub if the dub made it this far. Nope. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, then he jumps out and punches his face into ashes <laughs> and they burn in the molten core of a nuclear reactor and they, the crew finds his helmet embedded <laughs> in an asteroid later on. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting because I think in the context of just F-Zero GP Legend, the television show, this is not that wild, right? Like Captain Falcon is sort of set up as like this sort of mysterious figure. He's running this bar under a pseudonym. He's got superpowers that are not very well explained. He's a sort of like mythical hero type character. It makes sense for him to sacrifice himself to defeat the bad guy at the end. However, this is a TV show based on a Nintendo property where they kill off the main character of that Nintendo property at the end, <laughs> which is great. It's, insane that nintendo let them do that like imagine if they made like a mario show and at the end of the mario show they kill mario off and toad has to become the new mario it's it's really wild it's you, so you, strange you can even take like the other serious nintendo property like you can say like if there was a metroid show like they wouldn't fucking kill samus no. Like they wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's 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 the the way that Captain Falcon is deployed in this show. It's 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 shocking that they got away with this show. And Nintendo, <laughs> nobody from Nintendo was like, like like there had to have been a meeting, right? This had to have been a conversation. There had to have been a group of people in a conference room, one being a representative from Nintendo and the rest being writers from F Zero GP Legend, and the representative from Nintendo goes. So, so you guys are going to kill Captain Falcon in the last episode. And, and they're going to answer, oh, no, no, no. Captain <laughs> Falcon's just an idea. <laughs> Captain Falcon could never die. <laughs> the dream of Captain Falcon will live on long past when any of us have died. It's just the most, like, the Dark Knight shit ever. Yeah, it's just wild, it's just wild that, like, they won that argument, you know? Yeah. <laughs> to let them kill off fucking Captain Falcon in the end. It's my, crazy. My, it's my favorite part about that final scene is, uh, and if you'll permit me to talk about Smash Bros. for a sure. second, we, we, do, we do our best to stay away from it, <laughs> but isn't that, isn't it just the most Captain Falcon player type of shit? <laughs> like, he... <laughs> Yeah. This is the equivalent to jumping way the fuck off stage <laughs> after getting a knee and trying to go for the falcon punch yeah. and you both die. <laughs> yeah, that's so you're so fucking right. I mean, I think it is 
I think it is relevant to talk about Smash in the context of this show because nobody gives a fuck about F Zero. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Captain Falcon's entire like he doesn't really have a character outside of the fact that he was the only voiced person besides Ness saying PK Fire in the original Smash and he says he just calls out his fucking attacks. Yeah. Like but, like a badass. Yeah, like the Smash team absolutely created this like, you know, like Chuck Norris circa <laughs> 2005 esque kind of ethos around Captain Falcon the character. And I, I think it's like it's commendable to Sakurai and the team that the fucking Falcon punches in this show and is like the final moment is he finally does the Falcon punch. Yeah, it's um that's probably the only good thing about the show, honestly, is that scene. I thought I was like genuinely like having a good time and pretty stoked on that part, but yeah, the rest of it is pretty garbage. What are we watching next week, Mark? Um, we're gonna watch a movie. Um, and yeah. I have heard that this movie is good. Whoa. Uh, I I have heard conflicting things about this movie, but I've been told I th- I'm going to think it's good by mm-hmm. people. That usually turns out great, doesn't it, Alex? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can always take other people's word for the quality on things because they God. have the exact same type of critical analysis that I do. Fucking never again. We're watching Tron Legacy. Mm. Uh, it's that 2010 Tron movie um, directed by Joseph Kaczynski in his feature directorial debut um and it is uh, based on a story by adam horowitz and it is a s- direct sequel apparently to tron uh and the director steven Lins- steven lisberger returns to produce this one um we've got yeah. jeff bridges and bruce box lightner that one is it bruce box lightner uh reprising their roles yeah, as a bunch of uh, people Kevin came Flynn. back for this one yeah so, so it, a bunch of people came back yeah so you have not seen this movie at all have you no i haven't okay. i have i the oh shit michael sheen is in this mm-hmm. hey michael sheen is in the next movie <laughs> You're watching tron, the new tron? yeah tron legacy <laughs> Bro- brooke's gonna watch this brooke is uh desperately in love with michael sheen like <laughs> honestly the the biggest like celeb crush i've ever seen anyone Man. have what a way to live <laughs> um, yeah, so I saw this movie when it came out, so I was yeah. 15 or 14, something like that, uh, and I was 15 or 14, so this movie blew my goddamn mind, because yeah. it it has a very particular style to it, uh, it does not look like original Tron, it's a lot grimier than original Tron, it's a mm-hmm. lot, uh, it people bleed pixels in this movie. This is the kind, you know, like, you know, the parts of pixels featuring Adam Sandler. That's kind of <laughs> cool. Where like, where like the, the, the arcade monsters are like made out of like 3d pixel blocks. Imagine yeah. that aesthetic strap extrapolated out into a good film. And you got Tron legacy, <laughs> a, a film in which Josh Gad does not fuck Qbert. Not at all. And also a film scored by motherfucking daft punk. I will say one thing about this movie is I've heard the soundtrack a fuck ton of times oh, it's already. It's so good. Because the soundtrack's fucking good. Yeah, I'm really excited. I, I remember when this came out and I saw it and I was stoked on it because I was 15. Um, and I think a lot of people said that like the story uh, didn't hold up for them, but it is a visual showpiece. And I think that those people hadn't seen original Tron in a long time because that's exactly what I would say about original Tron 2. Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? 
Yeah, fuck if I care about the original Tron story either, honestly. <laughs> yeah. um, you can follow us at Cartridge Cinema on Twitter. That's at Cartridge Cinema. Join the Discord. It's linked on the pinned post of the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud. You can also find us on your favorite podcast app, such as the podcast app, uh, which is what I listen to mostly. Uh, you can rate us if you like us. Uh, the music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. And we are signing off. Falcon Punch. Don't join the military. For me, it was Tuesday. Fuck. (laughs) Every fucking week now. (laughs) Good callback. Yeah, that's good stuff. recording now i am also recording i do a sync man i need to i need to get some fucking energy fuck (laughs) f0 here we go podcast it's about to happen (laughs) we can't use this as a stinger we haven't even synced yet (laughs) uh we can still probably use it but (laughs) yeah sick um oh my god i really do need to get some fucking energy fuck this